Hey everyone, welcome to the Fun Night Stand Podcast. We're three fun-sized guys living in South Boston here to give everyone a taste of the hungover Sunday morning dude conversations. And just so you all know where I think this, I think this can go to the moon. I think you'll see us big time. We're not here for one night, we're here for a fun night. Welcome to the Fun Night Stand Podcast. Welcome back to an episode of Fun Night Stand brought to you by Be Easy Productions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your sisters, get this thing going. This week, we have our friend Eric Foley, uh, St. Louis Blues NHL hockey player, tells us his story about his climb to the NHL and then what ended up being his injury that set him back a couple steps. Here we go. Today's guest, we have the best hockey player to ever come out of Massachusetts, Eric Foley. I don't know about that, but <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. I'm, uh, excited, excited to be a part of the uh, of the crew here. The journey. <laughs> yeah, the journey. journey. Well, appreciate you jumping on. I know you're in the car right now, but we're gonna make it work. Hey, I wouldn't miss this for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Well, yeah, let's uh. I guess we'll just get into the Eric Foley life. I mean, hockey player coming out of Mansfield and the USHL and with the NHL. So we'll take a deeper dive into that. But I guess uh, just go through starting off. I guess you played what you played a year of high school or high school hockey at Mansfield, and then just go through that transition. How everything I guess just came to fruition with just getting big time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely a process. Like, like you said, like I started off at Mansfield. I mean, I mean, never was I thinking like, Hey, like I'm going to go play in the NHL. You know what I mean? Like at Mansfield, I was just doing it, playing for fun. Um, after Mansfield, I had a, um, a coach, uh, from a prep school actually at Tabor Academy. I knew his, um, I like played with his son a lot. So he, um, kind of asked me if I wanted to tag along at like Tabor Academy, give like prep school a try. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, you know, this is a, this is a swearing podcast. Can we, can we let it yeah, loose? Yeah. Let loose. Let loose. So I said, fuck it. And then I, um, I went to Tabor Academy um, for two years. Like that was definitely a, like a step ahead of Mansfield. So like the first year was a little transition. Um, I did well, and then the second year I did you know, a lot better than the first. So then that's when I made the jump to go play in like the USHL, which is like a whole another step from like that's like kind of going from like playing like you know high school like kind of you know not as big hockey to like I'm playing with like men when I go to like the the USHL. So like that league is like 16 to 21, and it's like the it's like the top players that are going to college in the U.S. So it's like a completely different league, and like it's just it's just it's a kind of like like a little like mini pro league almost like for like younger kids. So how old were you I, when I you got in there? I was uh, 16, 16, 17. So you were you were on the young side for the league. I was on the young side for it. Yeah. So like I was like when I when I went there, like I was freaking out. Like I didn't like, I didn't know if it was like the right decision. Like, cause I mean, I just didn't know how I was going to like hold up with these guys. Um, and like when I went there, I struggled for like the first couple weeks and I was like, Holy fuck, I think I made the wrong decision. And then like, I kind of got more comfortable with it. And then that's kind of when like, 
it kind of came into my head where I was like, all right, maybe I could play like the sport professionally. You know, that's kind of like when I kind of started thinking about it. Um, and then like after that year, I got drafted and then I went to, to Providence. And that's kind of when it all, that's when it all started when I went into the, the USHL. So you were a true freshman going into Providence, right? You weren't, or were you like older? Yeah. How does that work? Cause you see a lot of 25 year olds going into like their freshman year college for hockey. Yeah, I know it's free. It makes no sense with hockey, but, but ho- hockey is, it's just weird. Like, I don't know why they do it, but like my, my high school experience was just like, it's, it's all fucked up. So like I had, um, I was a freshman twice. So I was a freshman at Mansfield and then I repeated my freshman year at Tampa Academy. And then I committed to Providence. I think it was my sophomore year at Tabor Academy. So then they said, so I was a sophomore, but technically I was like a, a junior, you know, cause I repeated the year. Mm-hmm. So it was my third year of high school. So then I just skipped my junior year. Providence accelerated me. So I went from my sophomore year just to my senior year. I just like never was a junior. <laughs> and then I just like went in as a true freshman. So like, that's like, yeah, it's like I went to three different high schools and just was never a junior in, in, in high school. So, <laughs> <laughs> Were you, when you played in Mansfield freshman year, were you just a step ahead of everyone? Like even all the older kids, like you, it just showed that you were just clearly the best one on the ice. And feel free to actually like tell the truth. You don't have to be humble now. No, nah, I mean, I'll find me. I'll say it over now, right? So I can, no, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, like I, I was like, I guess I was like a step kid. Like I didn't really know it back then. Really, like know in my head, like I was like, oh, I'm like way better than these kids. You know what I mean? Um, I guess I just played that year, and then like once like I had like prep schools kind of like coming and talking to me, like saying like, hey, like come play for me, come play for me. I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't be in this league. Maybe I should play in a different league. And then like kind of challenge myself a little more so that's kind of like I never like in the moment at that time like I never really knew like how like I guess good I was until like I had other coaches like kind of coming to me being like yo you know step out of the hawk mock and come play in the in the ISL you know come play for St. Seb's you know like we want you here so I was kind of like it's it's kind of a little weird that like all these schools are kind of like coming after me so I was like maybe I should you know take a step out and and like challenge myself a little more. So when it comes to like, you get, you like, she eventually got to PC, right? And when you got there, how does it normally go for hockey? Is it like you guys get drafted when you're like a freshman, sophomore kind of thing? Like when was like the whole draft process for you? Yeah. So the draft process, it's all, it's, it's just all messed up. Hockey's really weird. So it's like the draft process is when you're, when you're 18, you're draft eligible. So like I went to the USHL in my, that was my draft year. So, like, that's kind of, like, what was, like, making my, like, decision, like, it was such a big decision for me because I was, like, all right, I can go play in the USHL and, like, if you do well in the USHL in your draft year, like, you're going to be a high, you're going to be, like, a high prospect, a high draft pick. It can help you a lot. But, I mean, you can go in that league and just freaking blend in, you know what I mean? So, it kind of, like, it's, like, you, you can't get, like, the best of both worlds. It's, like, you either go there, you do well. And it helps you a lot or you go there and you kind of blend in with everyone else. And then, you know, that's when like the NHL teams are like, all right, maybe this kid, he's playing against the best kids. Like he's not what we thought he was. But so I got drafted when I was after that season. So I was, I was 17 when I got drafted to the NHL. 
and what team drafted you? I know you I know you got traded at one point, but what team like actually drafted you? The Blues, right? Uh, or was it this No, no, Winnipeg Jets. The Jets. The Jets, yeah. Up in the... Winnipeg, Manitoba. <laughs> so did you end up did you ever actually play at all for the Jets or or not? So it's like so what happens when they draft you? Like you get drafted and then they basically have your rights. So like I wasn't like I wasn't professional when I got drafted. Like they basically just had the rights to sign me whenever. Um, so like I went back and I played at Providence. My I played at Providence three years, and so basically what they did is the year that I was gonna sign, they traded my rights to the St. Louis Blues because like it was kind of known like that after my junior year that I was gonna leave. So they, they traded my rights to St. Louis and then St. Louis was like, all right, we're going to sign you now. So like once I signed that contract, that's when I was like officially like professional. And that was also part of like a pretty big trade, right? I remember hearing that and was like, wow, this is actually like pretty big. Yeah, it was, dude, it surprised me. Like I did not expect to be in that trade at all. Like it was like, <laughs> like it was, it was like no joke when I got the call for that trade. Like I, I went out the night before. And like, I woke up and like, I was just hurting, dude. Like I was not in good shape at all. And I got a call from, it, it was co- incoming like Winnipeg, Manitoba. And it was Kevin Sheveldayoff, who's a GM of like Winnipeg. And I like, I like just woke up. So like, I had to like clear the throat a little bit, give it a little like, <clears throat> like, hello, hello. You know, like get like all this shit <laughs> out of my throat. And then um, I pick up the phone and I'm just like expecting to be like, hey, how's everything going, Eric? Like, how are you? Just checking in. He's like, yeah. You, um, so like, I got some news for you. Like you just got traded to St. Louis and I'm like, Oh, like fuck. And then I was like, well, who would you, like, who would you guys trade me for? Like, I kind of want to know. And he's like, you, you were in a trade for like Paul Stastny. And I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta check that trade again. Like that's <laughs> you're like, you, up on that one. You're like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you sure? I was like, you might've fucked up on that one. Like that does not seem right. And they're like, I mean, no, like we yeah, like, you know, he's like, we trade you like blah, blah, blah. And then they hung up. And like St. Louis called me like five minutes later. It was like, yeah, welcome to the organization. Like we're excited to have you. So it was like quick turnaround. I mean, that's huge praise. Like, Who's Stassi, by the way? Who, who is that? Is he nasty or? Yeah, he's I'm pretty, pretty sure. Like he's like a, he's a veteran. Yeah, he's a veteran in NHL. So like he's wild. Probably like, he's not like, like an Ovechkin, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. he's like a solid NHL player. So like, it's kind of <laughs> It's kind of weird because, like, when I'm in college, like, I'm always wondering. I'm like, I wonder how I stack up, like, like how these organizations, like, view me. You know what I mean? Like, what's my worth, like, in the NHL? And, like, when that trade happened, I was kind of like, oh, fuck. It's, it might be a little more than I thought it was because, you know, like, that trade. Like, me <laughs> and the trade for Paul Stassi does not seem right. <laughs> oh, was it just that one for one? No, so they got – it was – Stat, it was Stastny got traded from me and like a first round pick. So it was basically like two, two prospects for Stastny. Um, but like the trade, like, like looking back at it, it kind of just like nothing really happened from it. Cause like I got hurt and then the, um, I think they, they got um, a first round pick, but I think they traded him too. So nothing really came from it for each side. So Eric, I, I know obviously, like you got hurt and then that kind of like hurt your whole like NHL career. But what kind of like happened with that? Like when did you first get hurt? And then what was the whole process with that whole injury? Yeah. So like, it's, it's a fucking long, long story, like a long process, but like, I'll try to like 
condense it as much as I can. So we like, got time. So like, you got the floor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like, basically, like, what happened was, like, I had a really bad concussion while I was in the USHL um, in 2015. So, like, I was – I had the puck, and I was, like, driving to the net, and, like, this kid – like he was like, he like slipped, took my legs out and like I dinged my head off the post. And like, I was like out cold, like, like don't even remember it. Don't even know, like woke up in the trainer's room. Like everyone was asking me like, who are we playing? I couldn't even like tell anyone who we were playing. Like, I just like didn't know what was going on. Jeez. So like after that, like, and at the time, like when this was all happening, like I didn't really know much about concussion. So like, I just kind of got dinged and like a week later I was playing again. Um, but like after that concussion, like I was just like not feeling right. Like I, I can't explain it, but like in the moment, like I didn't think of any, I didn't think of it, you know? Cause like I was young. I'm like, ah, it's just like, you're probably just getting older. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, you got a headache, you know, I'd, I'd probably be like, oh, you probably just didn't sleep good last night or something like that. You know what I mean? Was it kind of constant um, headaches or like, what was the, it was, yeah, it got it, like, I did notice it was like, it was different. So like, I'd be going to the rink and like, I would just have like, kind of like a constant headache and it, it wasn't really going away, but I was just like, all right, well, whatever. You probably aren't sleeping well. You're probably not eating right. You know what I mean? Like there's probably so many things that it could have been at that point. Um, I was like, you know, like just brush it off. Like you'll be all right. Um, and then once I got into Providence, my um, my freshman year, it was like an exhibition game. I got like another concussion, and like and I just felt like this one was like kind of like a little easier. Like I felt like I just got it. And then like these symptoms that I was feeling like in in 2015, like they started like gradually getting like worse, kind of like as the years would go on. Um, and I kept taking like more and more hits. Um, but like at, at the time, like, I just like, didn't know what was going on. Like, I was just kind of was trying to figure it out. Like I was going to doctors and like being kind of like my head's like hurting, like my vision is a little weird. Like, I don't really know what's going on. And then, um, once, um, my last concussion that I had, so like, I basically played three years in college, like kind of feeling those symptoms, like while I was like playing um but I just like really didn't know and then my last concussion I got a concussion my last game at Providence like before I signed um I got a concussion and then the Blues signed me I like worked that whole summer like getting back from that concussion and that one was like that one kind of hit different like this like the symptoms were worse like my head was pounding I I got to like a point where I felt comfortable like to get back on the ice um, that summer, like before the I went into camp for the Blues, um, and then like when I went into camp, I felt fine. I was like, all right, maybe you know I shook it off. And then like the I think it was like the second preseason game I played in, I got another like I got hit again by the same kid that hit me at the at the last game in Providence, um, which is like a coincidence. So then like after that concussion, like I just had like back to back concussions. Um, and like shit was just not right. Like I was not feeling right. Like my mental like state was just not right. Um, like my vision was just so blurry. My like, I, I, like I was seeing like kind of like staticky, like how you see on like, um, when you put like the wrong channel on a TV, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yep. 
yeah like my vision was kind of like that and like that's when I kind of I had to take a step back and I'm like this is this is not normal like this is not right and that's kind of when I went to start to go see doctors and I'm like after that concussion like I just fell in like a fucking like like I was in a bad spot like I just fell into like a kind of like a hole and like I kind of felt like no way out of it and it was like a depression like a a depression state like yeah like sort of like a like yeah like kind of like a depression like anxiety state that I've just like I never had that in my like in, in my life um and it, it was like kind of scary bro because I was like like I wasn't like picking things up normally like like normal things that like I would remember in a day like I was just forgetting them um and like mentally like I just did not feel normal like I just kind of like fell into like a freaking like hibernation like I didn't want to see anyone I didn't want to get out of bed um and that's when I started to see like doctors and it just like wasn't really getting better um so like I had to like kind of like take a step back and I took kind of like a year off um, to see like what was gonna happen and then it just it just like honestly never really got better like I'm still kind of today like I still feel a little off like from the whole situation so it's really? a long story yeah it's a it's a long it's a long story but I mean basically it's just that like I I was just getting these like concussions all throughout college that like I wasn't really like aware of and I think it just all built up to like those last two concussions I had just put me over the edge and like I had to like take a step back and 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 like kind of like take care of myself you know when you get these concussions and you go to like these athletic trainers and you know they diagnose you with a concussion I mean do they just let you back on the ice within a week like how do they just let you do that I guess yeah so like that's the thing like it's so like a concussion is so weird because it's like you can't it's not like you like tore your acl where it's like oh it's a six month recovery and like you know what i mean like you can see like oh his acl is like torn you can take a x-ray it's like i feel like half these guys are just like speculating on it like so like i saw some doctors that like in my opinion were like didn't really help me that much and they just like said you know the normal like you know, go sit in a dark room, you know, don't, don't do anything. Don't stimulate your like mind or anything. Just like sit in a dark room. Don't watch TV. Spot. You know what I mean? Is that like um, really, does that actually help? Like while you were actually in, in that exact point where your head was actually killing, does just like sitting there in the dark room helping at all or no? Yeah, it wasn't really helping at all, dude. Like I, I was, sitting in like a dark room like nothing I wasn't working out I wasn't doing anything like not like being active you know what I mean and I just kind of like that kind of just fed into it like I I felt like kind of like deeper into a like depression I guess like doing that stuff well I mean honestly of course you did I mean they're having you sit into a dark room alone for like and your head's already kind of fucked up like of course you're gonna get like yeah so some type of depression so like I, I started like reaching out to like um, it was probably my I want to say it was like my sophomore year at, at PC like kind of like under the radar I was like going and seeing like different doctors that and I was kind of seeing like more experts you know um, and they kind of gave me like some routines I started learning more, more about it you know they were kind of like you need to get out and get moving like you got to work out. And like once I started doing that, I started feeling a little better. 
but like it's always something that I've had like I've always had these like weird concussion system um, symptoms that have been kind of like lingering ever since I'd probably say like 2015 um and they just kept they just kept getting worse so I guess obviously those concussions put a little damper on your <laughs> hockey career. So like right now you said you're still kind of feeling that shit. Like, what is that? Like, what are you feeling now? Is it the same type of stuff or a little different? Yeah. It's like, um, like, so I've, I found ways like now I've seen like a ton of doctors, like I've seen experts and stuff. Um, and they've helped me a lot. Like I've talked to like a lot of like NHL guys who like have these issues, like fighters and stuff. Um, and they've like given me like a ton of stuff that I've tried and I kind of like have like a, I kind of have like a daily routine that I like need to do, like just kind of to feel like normal. Like, and if I don't do it, if I like don't stay on top of it, like I just feel like shitty again. But like, I basically, I have like headaches. Um, like my vision is just like not what it used to be. I kind of see double, um, like, and like the mental side of it too. Like a lot of people don't talk about that. Like I get like, like pretty bad anxiety sometimes. And I get, um, you know, sometimes I just fall on like these states where I just like don't really want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. You know what I mean? But I kind of like force myself to do it. Um, I was going to say, do you still get in those mental states, like those little like depression states or anxiety states? Yeah, I, I used to, I used to get in them like when I first stopped playing um, just because it like it sucked, dude. Like when I stopped playing, I was like because I was like right on the door of the league. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was probably, like, a couple months and, like, I could have been playing in the NHL. And, like, once I realized, I was like, fuck. Like, you, you just went your whole life trying to get to this moment. Like, when you got – now you're here and you can't – like, you can't do it. Yeah. It was, like, so frustrating to me. So, like, at the beginning, like, I was, like – I'd fall, like, in and out of these states where, like, I just, like, didn't want to do anything. Like, I just felt, like, just fucking, like, stuck in the mud. Um. And then, like, I kind of, I've kind of, like, came out of that. But, like, I do, like, sometimes, like, I do find myself just kind of falling back and, you know, like, kind of feeling like, you know, like, like, I have no energy, like, like, stuff like that. But I kind of just, like, you know what, just force yourself to freaking go and do something, like, go get a workout. Damn, I mean, but, that's um, just, like, it just, like, sucks to hear. I mean, obviously... I mean, obviously we hope you're doing good now, at least a little better than you were before. And like, I'm assuming you have doctors that are still telling you to do things. Like, I know you yeah. said you're trying to do this. You're trying to do stuff every single morning. That's like kind of what they tell you. They just like try to keep moving yeah. and do stuff. Yeah. Like I try like, cause it's like, dude, concussions are such a new, like, I feel like it's such a new thing. People are like, kind of like, like getting into like, and kind of like actually realizing like, Hey, like, if you get a lot of concussions, like it's not good for you, you know, or even one, even one concussion can, can fuck you up. So like, I feel like a lot of these doctors, they just had like these old school meth like methods that like I was seeing. And then as I like kind of started talking to like more, like what helped me the most was like, I would get on the phone with like, like ex NHL players that like had these issues. Like if he was like a fighter, like whatever, like they would like tell me like, Hey, like I tried this, it worked really well. Or like trying like these new, like, um, you know, like techniques, like the one, like one thing that I, I, I do like on a daily basis and you guys can, you guys can share it if you want, but like, I have to, I like meditate for like 20 minutes a day just to like start my day. Like, dude, that's, that's not, that's not sharp worthy. Just doing yoga, yeah, meditating, not. all that shit. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like I, I used to never be into that stuff, bro. So like, 
and I started getting into it and I'm like, holy shit, like this actually helps me more than like anything I've tried. Like just like doing yoga, meditation, like stuff like that. Does this affect like, I mean, obviously it still affects your everyday life, but like just the normal, I guess, um, like young adult shit. So like you're what, 24, 25, or like, are you able to go out or drink, I smoke, do any, any of that shit? Or you, that's just like off limits now. Yeah. Like the one thing that, um, that sucks is like when I go out, like just being around people and like having my like brain, like stimulated, like, let's say I go to like a nightclub or something and like the, the like fucking music's blasting. Like I have like three different conversations going at once. You know what I mean? Like, just like, things like that they just like exhaust me like I can't really do it like I like I used to like just being like in it and like I don't drink anymore like uh because of this but like I'll just even go out and just being around people like being social and like ha- like just honestly having to be in like a conversation sometimes just like just makes my head hurt like just I feel like it's just kind of a lot for me but having my brain stimulated like that just kind of like will mess me up Damn, so you can't even, like, I, mean, I guess, like, not being able to drink is not really, like, the worst thing in the world, but so when you're, but when you're out with your friends and stuff, you legit have to sit there sober around a bunch of shit-faced people? I mean, I'm not so, I'm not sober. I get a little But you just green, can't, you know yeah, 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 all right, all right. <laughs> you can do something, you can do something, all right. I do something, yeah, I do something, dude, but, yeah, I, like, I go out, like, I just, like, yeah, like, I'll just, whatever, uh, like, take an edible or, like, whatever, and just be in one freaking having, having a panic attack around people with that i was just gonna ask are you like can you like smoke or edibles or is that gonna fuck your brain up yeah, even more? Yeah. no yeah i like yeah like i, I smoke weed like I, i'll take edibles like that's like um i mean it kind of like calms me down it just kind of like makes me sleep well like stuff like that so i do it and then like if i go out and want to have some fun like everyone's drinking so i'm like all right i gotta be like some, i gotta be like on their level a little bit you know what i mean so <laughs> I'll like I'll take an edible and just freaking sit in a corner and not talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but that's kind of where it's at. It's kind of it, it sucks, dude. But like it is what it is. Like I I gotta do what I gotta do because like yeah, it's I your mean, health, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I mean, I gotta do what I gotta do, and then like if if I drink, dude, like it, my that's my head like my hangovers the next day will be fucking awful not like, worth it dude and then, like that. that's like like that's like yeah that's what i'm saying so like i um like i noticed dude like when i was like in like a cycle of like drinking and like when like just before like the concussions like i was like dude this is like honestly what's putting you in like these states like you drink and you just feel awful for a week you know what i mean and like that would be like a catalyst sometimes i feel like for like you know a, a week or I go out get buckled on a on like a Saturday and I feel like shit Sunday but then like it would take a whole fucking week just to get back to like me feeling normal you know so I'm like kind of getting to the point where I'm like yeah it's not worth it out. yeah yeah like so it's not worth it so I, I just like it sucks dude like yeah I like having like I like going out having beers but I mean like I'll probably like in the future have like beers here and there but like just for now I just kind of cut it off I don't really get drunk I, I don't really do anything to be honest with you. So, no, I mean that's I mean it makes sense honestly. If I if I was in your shoes, I probably wouldn't either. But I guess like one last question for you because I know you said a bunch of times that you talked to like uh, the NHL players that are mostly fighters that are going through like the same thing as you. Were you one of those players? Like, did you get into a lot of fights? Or was it was all just kind of like freak accidents that you got hit in the head. 
like it was all just like freak like freak accidents so it would be like it would be like like the one time I, I slipped hit my head on the post um there's like another time like I just get like an elbow or like a freaking you know what I mean a shoulder someone just kind of like hit come blindside to you so like all my concussions were just kind of like freak accidents and like I know like there's I know like some some people that I've spoken to yeah, I don't want to put like any of the guys on blast like I've talked to because it's obviously like it's kind of personal. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. But like I like when I talk to them, they're like, dude, like I was like feeling the same way that you were feeling, and I kept playing through like a five-year career, and now he's like, that's just like the worst decision of my life. Like I wish I didn't do that. You know what I mean? So like when I talk to those guys, like having like their kind of like you know knowledge because they're, they're obviously older than me and they've been through this. And he, they're basically like, dude, it is not worth it. Like, they're like, I would give all the money I've made back from in the NHL just to feel normal again. Um, so he's, so like, that's kind of when I was like, holy shit, you know, what I was really thinking about, I'm like, fuck, maybe it's not worth it to do this. So you have no more affiliation with the Blues? Is it kind of like done, void? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like mutually known, I think, between us that I'm not playing for them, but. I mean, I'm still, like, I'm a part of their organization right now. Um, like, you know, like, I'm still under my contract with them, like, all that. I have to go there, like, once a year. I, I try to do, like, a physical um, to see if I pass it. But, I mean, it's kind of mutually known, I feel like, in, like, the hockey world that I'm pretty much done playing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, so, but, you don't want to get worse. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather like, like at the end of the day, dude, it was a, it was a great run. Like, obviously, I, I love playing hockey, but I mean, you know, like if just like if you were in my shoes, you know, and you like felt how I was feeling, it's just like it, it was like honestly, it was getting hard to even like play games down the line. Like, cause like I was just feeling so shitty going out there with like my head's hurting. You know, like I felt like my reaction time was slower, and like I was playing games with it. So it just like wasn't worth it, you know? And it was just like the, the fun of the game was kind of like getting taken away because definitely it's like, I'd play, you know what I mean? Like I'd play a game and my head would just be rocking the whole game. And, you know, and then I get, I get off the ice and it, I'm just not feeling normal. It's kind of taken away from like the quality of my life. So I was kind of like, I got to make a decision if this is going to be worth doing. <laughs> And honestly, you probably made the right decision. Like you said, I mean, well, like that guy told you, you playing three years and potentially like fucking up a long period of time in your life is absolutely not worth it. So, I mean, I guess you got to take, you got to take what's yeah, given you and not fuck it up even more. Yeah. Like I said, dude, hockey's going to end at some point. Like either like you, you could play like a fucking 15 year career and make whatever a hundred million dollars, you know, or you could play one year and make a million dollars, but it's going to end at some point. So it's like, I want my health on the other end of it. You know, I don't want to give that up. 100% agree. Well, man, appreciate you coming on. This was telling your story. I mean, a lot of the stuff I knew, but some of the stuff I didn't know, and I, it's crazy to hear. I mean, I'm glad you're doing a little better. I hope you continue to do better. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, boys. Uh, it was a pleasure coming on. Hopefully, I can get a, I get a repeat guest this uh, sometime. Oh, you'll 100%. get a repeat. 100%. <laughs> And that was another great episode with Eric Foley. Eric, thank you for coming on, sharing a little bit about your hockey history. So appreciate that. Good guy. 
So, right now, as many of you know, I posted a shirt from All Saints. It's a cheetah shirt or cougar shirt, whatever it is. And I put a poll out to see if I should get it and if I'm a sex icon. Majority of people said I was a sex icon, but I didn't end up buying it that day. So I put up a poll and afterwards, majority of people said I should buy it. So I went to buy it for 110 bucks. Best purchase. That of my wasn't life. 110 bucks. 110 bucks. You're shitting me. Less. I thought it was way less than that. Well, I got 40% off on it. 30% off on it. So you paid what? So it was like 77 bucks. I mean, dude, you can't come out and say 110 if you paid 77. You really are. Less price. I should I should have added. You're a knockoff Dave Portnoy. Why? Because that's like his famous picture is him wearing like that exact shirt. What is he, the only guy that wears cougar? What about Martin? Martin wore cooler. Yeah, I understand. Before that. You also called yourself a sex icon. I am a sex icon. He called himself a sex icon. They can't be two sex icons? No, you can't be. You're just a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll be a knockoff right now. <laughs> um, all right. Do you think that show's going to stop pulling anymore? Uh, I have to lose probably, what, five to ten pounds? But yeah, I think so. As long as I wear this with the gold chain hanging out? Yeah, I feel like you need to get one more gold chain in there, too. Like, two gold chains, chest hair, the flow on the back. It could work. I'm right, crushing this thing. Talk about the, uh, why don't you talk about your little incident this week with the chicks? Yeah, Jake, you would actually like this. So, I've probably in my lifetime slid into my life, I want to say around 15 DMs. Legit 15 DMs. Must be more than 15. No. 15 to 20, I would say. Your whole room. life? Yeah. 15 DMs? Yeah. I would say 15 to 20. I mean, I'm going to say Fif that I can't be right, but I'll keep going. Fi legitimately sliding into like... Like out of nowhere, you're saying? Yes. All right. Then maybe I'll... But you like responded to like people's stories and that's like sliding that's into DMs. That's not... No, well... I mean, that's sliding the DMs. Well, no. That, I would, that counts. That counts. Then only 15 people. Yeah. I don't do it that much. I've done it to probably 20... 15 to 20 chicks. All right. Anyway, I posted a story of Am I a Sex Icon? And this chick responded saying, Yup. And I forget how it came up. I asked I asked if she wanted to uh if she wanted to get some drinks. And she, <laughs> and she said, Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah. And this wasn't just a random, I used to like slide in her DMs. Like I know her, so I would slide Someone in her knows, DMs, so just kinda like, like fucking around, but yeah. I uh I just pretty much said Scrab margarita or something. And she was just like, <laughs> she was just like, yeah, I'm in for sure. So I was like, all right, awesome. Like, what's your number? And she gives me a number. I'm like, okay, this is going to, this is where it goes. I got her number. I'm going to hit her up in about 10 minutes. Just be like, you know, say something funny or just, it's me. <laughs> so I put the number in my phone. And as I'm about to text, the number comes up with recent text messages and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was text messages from a girl that I know, that I texted before. Like she gave, she gave, she gave me a different number, a different number that she that's, clowned him. that's her friend. Like she gave me her friend's number that I've texted before. Pure swerve. Absolute <laughs> and swerve. And she legitimately clowned me. So I messaged her back saying, ha, like, all right, kudos to you. That was actually really funny. Like I wasn't expecting that. It was very funny in the grand scheme of things like. I appreciate comedy and shit like that. But she completely clowned me. 
clown my yeah like she never even she never after that gave you her number yeah she just straight up just clowned me afterwards so at this point i i will like she's like done to me done she's gone she's like yeah no you can't once you get on that side of me there's rare chances that you're coming yeah i mean she legit like clowned me gave me her friend's number that i texted before well another friend i guess yeah for someone okay yeah but either way, if you're yeah, listening no. to this, don't expect me to look at you and say hi to you and talk to you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, you, what you did was funny. So, that was my chick story. I just, uh... That's never happened to you before, by the way. I've never gotten, like, swerved no, that No, I, like, I've never... I actually have never heard a... I don't say I've never heard. I've never personally had that happen to me. That's, <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I, but I appreciated it, though, because it was just, like... It, it was just funny. It was just like a funny... No, it's a good joke. And I feel a, like... It's a funny you joke. You also know her, so she probably would give you her number. It's just funny that she didn't follow that up with her actual number. She just completely clowned Clowned. She fucking clowned you. Won't, like... I literally don't think I'm gonna associate myself with her again. Yeah, she has, She might be out for you. She's done. She might be out. That was good, though. Another... Shit all, happens. Today's also Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the... The mothers and women out there. We went out to, to eat with our, our grandmother, our mother, and our dad in the North End today. And I was like, all right, in the North End, I want some, I wanted veal. So I, we go through like the ordering stuff and the waiter goes, what do you want? I said like some type of veal dish. And he looks at me and goes, Northeast? no, trust me. If you're getting that, you don't want it. You want something else. So he's like, he's sales pitching me, sales pitching me. Like, this is, this is better than this dish. This is better. I'm like, you know what? If you say it's good, fuck it. I'll get it. Little did I know. The the dish that he brings over is double the price of my dish. So then I got a fucking clown today by this dude. So we've been it was this has been a tough clown week for us. Well, you got the veal, and then he just gave you a better veal. Yeah, for, that was like thirty more. for double the price. Yeah, yeah, I got fucking I got clowned. I don't know what it is with the fucking bezers, man. We just got clowned. We just losers. I mean, some people are losers and some people are winners, and we're losers. <sighs> man, you're gonna cut your hair anytime soon. Before Memorial Day. That's when it's going to officially I go. I thought about it hard. Memorial Day is when it's going to get cut. I'm starting to get sick of it. We put up that we put up a poll on Instagram about your hair, and it got like 270 votes on it. Like maybe like, like just under 300, like a fuckload of votes. It's, it's a lot of votes. You're the talk of the town. That's what I mean. That's why when you clown me like that it's like whoa you can't clown the king do you know who the fuck i am you're gonna clown me like that you know who the fuck you are <laughs> she deserves to get clowned <laughs> that's fucking funny no but yeah good shit oh fuck all right well we're gonna we're gonna post a little we'll post our dad's voicemail at the end of the week this week because that's gonna be a tradition that we're gonna try to keep up as long as we keep getting voicemails from I know he's probably gonna stop giving us sending us voicemails after the after these, but <laughs> another big week. Eric was awesome. Thank you for coming on. We have our first sponsor. We're not gonna say who it is. We're getting the product this week. We're gonna try it out. We're gonna review it. We're gonna yeah. start talking about it. And uh, exciting news! Exciting news! We got like a couple. Like surprisingly, we've had a couple of different brands like reach out to us and be like, "Oh, do you wanna like sponsor us? Like we'll put we'll put your shit on our website, whatever." Correct him. And, like, we're acting like big shots. We're like, oh, no, we're like, we don't want you, like, at first. And finally, we were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. we should pick we're, one We take that, anything that we all can good. get. Yeah, Start like, from the bottom. You got to go on. I mean, we're bombs now. We got to just take what we can get. Bombs. And I like the 
the, the people who chose, I, I like it. Love the product. I'm pumped to get it. I'm love pumped the to product. Get it, so it's going to be good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for watching. We're not here for one night. We're here for a fun night. All right. See you next week. Peace.